Tamika Mims lives on the west side of Detroit. And she's had a hard couple weeks. On July 25th at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, these guys drove up to her house in a pickup truck. I had just mopped my kitchen floor. I didn't even do the dishes yet. Guys from the Detroit Water Department. And she knew right away what they wanted. They were coming to turn off her water. And so I went to go real quick while he doing that to try to fill my tub up with some water. It didn't work. It was over. No water whatsoever. So Tamika was left without running water in her kitchen or her bathroom. Her house is clean, though. Not much furniture. There are some dishes in the sink. The kitchen table's bare, except for a stack of plastic water jugs. Oh, you see all my jugs? Yeah, I took a bath yesterday. I got some more jugs. Where did you get the water from for the jugs? Family. And then when it rained so bad, I turned over my white bucket and it filled up with water from outside. And then I dumped my toilet. You got the, you collected the rainwater. <laughs> How did you feel when you did that? Proud. <laughs> that I didn't waste it all on the ground. <laughs> Tamika got behind on her bills, and she figured she'd skip the water one for a few months. Honestly, she didn't really think there would be a consequence. So you're thinking, okay, well, I can put that off. I got to pay my rent. You know, so, yeah, they they always had to wait, but. So you didn't think they were going to shut it off? No, I didn't. This was happening all over Detroit. Thousands of people in the city didn't pay their water bill. Businesses skipped it, too. At one point, 40 percent of the city owed money to the water department. And then the city of Detroit tried to fight back. Hello. Welcome to Planet Money. I'm Tamika Mims. And I'm Zoe Chase, and this is the story of Tamika's water bill. Actually, the whole city's water bill. Today on the show, how a bankrupt city tries to deal with the most basic of problems, getting people to pay their bills. Uh-oh. Only in the D, baby. Hello, Detroit. You've won my heart. What's happening with Detroit's water bills says a lot about what's happening in the city as a whole. In general, like in the world, people pay their taxes, pay their bills if they think they are getting something for the money. Stephen Henderson, editorial editor at the Detroit Free Press, says that trust left the city of Detroit a long time ago. This is a city where 40 percent of the streetlights have been out out for two or three years, uh, in some cases a decade. There are all kinds of instances around Detroit where uh, the services that people in other cities would take for granted, uh, lighting, garbage, uh, bus service, just don't function. Um, And that is a function of, uh, you know, government not being able to deliver those services. That is the only reason that's true. Now, think about that issue in terms of the unpaid water bills. The Detroit Water Department has about $90 million in overdue accounts. Way past due. $90 million of people who have not paid their water bills. And there is plenty of blame for this to go around. Some of those unpaid bills are because of leaky pipes in abandoned homes where people just got up and left town. Others, like Tamika, are people who, for one reason or another, just didn't have the money. Tamika's been through a lot in her life. 
She's just turned 44. She didn't graduate high school. She had a couple kids at a young age. She's been in trouble with the law a few times. She's worked a lot of different jobs. Her latest one was at a new grocery store in town, and she didn't make much money. Seven forty for 20 hours a week. $7.40? Yes. What's that? No money. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to put gas back in the car. To get there, okay? So that's why I said my pay didn't say pay the water company. It said try to maneuver, get them what you can when you can. But Detroit's water problem didn't just come from hard times. Lots of people with money didn't pay either. Big companies, hospitals, schools, cathedrals, lots of property management companies. We got a list from the water department, and they are all behind on their bills, in for way, way more than people like Tamika, $2,000, $20,000, $40,000 behind. You know, we have a real problem in Detroit with scoff laws. People who just don't pay their taxes, they don't pay parking tickets, uh, and they don't pay their water bill and get away with that. When it comes down to it, the biggest reason people didn't pay the city of Detroit was the city of Detroit itself. Its billing systems have been a mess. Politically, the city's had trouble cracking down on a place full of people struggling to get by. And the water department was one of the worst, and they've said it themselves. When I was in Detroit, I rode around with this contractor with the water department, Chester Clemens. Why are people not paying their bills? I think because at one point in time that the water department used to be the one bill that it wasn't policed as much. You know, it was a bill that you could wait six months, six to eight months before you paid the water bill. But now, you know, they're more aggressive now in in trying to collect their money, so you can't do that anymore. But I think that's the reason why. And then there are some people that don't have the money. A lot of people that do have it. What happens next is utterly logical. If someone stops paying and the city doesn't enforce it, a weird psychological thing breaks down. If you think about it, why do you pay for anything? It's because A, you think you'll get in trouble if you don't, B, you know other people are paying too, and C, because you believe you'll get something for your money. A lot of people in Detroit realized A, B, and C are not happening. It was a cycle. People realized they weren't going to get in trouble. They put their bills off or stopped paying. Neighbors saw this. They stopped paying. And the city had less money to pay for all the essentials. Then the city raises the rates. Water bills in Detroit, for example, just went up 8% in June. And that just makes it harder to pay. Navar Smith fell behind on his bill after he lost his job. And he's also lost faith in what his money's going to. They've been saying this for years. Oh, well, you know, we need to... That's why your bills are goes up because we are, you know, we need that for repairs that people don't pay. But then nothing gets fixed. They're charging other people to fix the system. No, you're not. <laughs> Maybe you are charging people to fix the system, but you're not fixing the system. This is a downward spiral that just results in less revenue for the city. But something big changed recently in Detroit, which is Detroit declared bankruptcy. The state appointed an emergency manager. And one of the big plans was to sell off parts of the city, like the water department, to private companies. But 
when the emergency manager guys looked at the books for the water department, they realized this looked like the worst business ever, losing money, raising rates, 40% of the people are not paying. The emergency manager wanted to make the water department look like a good business and function like a good business. And they decided four months ago to crack down. With very little warning, the water department said, if you don't pay, you won't get water. That's part of Chester's job, turning off the water house by house and turning it back on when people pay their bill. We drive to Tamika's block, quiet, dead-end street, trees, kids playing basketball in one driveway, dogs barking. And he points out all the houses that he turned off just on this one block in the last few weeks. This is a house I was with a gentleman when we turned this house off. Mm-hmm. Actually, we did this house, a couple of houses down here. The last house on the right here. I can see for myself. There are blue spray-painted lines in front of a couple of the houses pointing at the water meter. Chester says it's just there for identification. It seems to be just in front of the houses whose water got turned off. Detroit water hit the whole block. Detroit water hit the whole city. More than 15,000 homes have had their water cut off in the last few months. And people freaked out. There was this huge divide that you could see in the city. Of all the problems in Detroit, the water situation was now the number one topic. Tamika blamed herself, and she also blamed the city. I was lazy, and they were too. Because they know they need to shut it off before you make it so high. You know, (laughs) now got us all lazy and comfortable, and then you want to turn us off. Across from Tamika's house is Robert Baxter's house. And he's outside on the lawn and talks to me through a chain link fence. Has your water been shut off? No, it has not. We pay our bill. <laughs> what do you think about on, on your block some people got their water shut off? What do you think about that? Well, you do something wrong, you're going you're gonna to pay for it. Trying to cheat the system and get something for free. And that's not right. Because everybody else pays for it in the end. So have you sort of thought about, oh, maybe I'm paying the bill for some other people by paying if they're not paying? Yeah, and that's not right. The shutoffs got attention, but they did not solve the problem. When something hasn't been enforced and then abruptly is, that doesn't necessarily shock everyone into paying for it, especially since the city slapped on this extra fee to get your water turned back on. And so this cat and mouse game began between enforcers like Chester and residents like Tamika. Chester and the water department turned the water off. Tamika looked around and saw there were guys who could help on her street, sort of illegal plumbers who would turn the water back on. I was outside and seen someone else getting airs on. And I said, hey, I called the man. He really wanted $75. So he was out of his mind. She talked him down to 50 and some guy on the street turned her water back on. It wasn't hard to find a guy. As I walked down Tamika's street, I saw these two guys parked in their car, drinking beer, eating lunch. Turns out they had turned on some people's water. We do it for okay. every, anything right. for everybody because we right. feel like nobody should be without water. You shouldn't be without electricity. There's no way you can live without the electricity or the water. So, I mean, whatever we got to do, we do it. It's not even hard. All you need is a long pole with a prong on the end. It's called a water key. Reach into the water box on the sidewalk, turn the valve. So you know how to turn it on? 
Do you ever do that for people? A couple times. Well, they say they used to sell keys at Home Depot. They used to. I'm not sure if they still do. I think they still do. So Tamika had water again for about a week. Then Chester showed up again with his own key, and he turned off the water again. And this time he poured rocks into the turnoff point so illegal plumbers couldn't use their keys to turn it back on. Chester had to do this a bunch of times, pour these rocks into people's water boxes. Hey, this one lady I think she was trying to vacuum them rocks out and she broke her, her vacuum. Where, on this block? Yep. And then I seen her the next day at the water company. From an economic standpoint only, the city's plan was working. Based with a shutoff, the prospect of collecting rainwater, considering the rocks and the broken vacuum cleaner, people were paying the city back what they owed. But it was a pretty costly victory for the city in another way. Picture, if you haven't already, thousands of poor people without running water in a major American city. There were protests in the streets weekly outside the water department downtown. Water bottles were being trucked in from Canada to hand out to Detroit residents. Activists filed lawsuits saying the city was being inhumane. The United Nations agreed. The United Nations got involved, said water is a human right and the city of Detroit is denying water to people who can't afford it. The water department wouldn't talk to me about all this, but the director, Daryl Latimer, did talk to my colleague Quinn Kleinfelter at WDET. I think water is a right. However, if all of our customers took that stand, that's just a human right, and we're not going to pay, then no one will have water. The water department has also been criticized a lot for not being ready to deal with people who are actually trying to pay. Very long wait times on the phone, not enough people downtown to help people trying to pay figure it out. The situation devolved. So two weeks ago, the city put a moratorium on the shutoffs and had to admit that enforcement alone was not going to rebuild faith in the city. Well, it's uh, been an emotional uh, few weeks uh, in this town, as everybody knows. This is the mayor of Detroit speaking Thursday. The emergency manager gave him the water department back because of all the bad publicity around how the enforcement was handled. So the goal was the right goal. Uh, I just don't believe that it was executed in the right way. The city has a new plan to deal with the water debts. It does involve shutoffs, but it's not all enforcement. There is going to be a lot more help available for people who are having trouble paying, a more responsive billing system. Talk to Detroiters, they will tell you. Their city is changing in lots of ways. Streetlights are getting replaced. Police response times are down. And... A lot of people and businesses are paying their water bills. A couple of the businesses that we spoke to from the water department's list fully blamed the water department for the problems. They did not bill us correctly. We weren't late when you said we were late. But they worked it out. And most of the commercial customers are now current, the water department said. And actually, Tamika Mims is current, too. After living with the jugs for a week, she couldn't take it, went down to the water department, paid $300 penalty, and set up a payment plan. So where did you find the money to pay for the water finally? Um, my boyfriend. What do you say? Damn. It's been a really hard month for Tamika. 
looking for work, car issues, boyfriend issues, kid issues. She feels the squeeze of the city trying to get it together for the first time in a long time. And, and you have to follow the rules everywhere you go. You know, everybody got rules. But sometimes you, you don't follow them. <sighs> um, shit. Every day I don't. That's with anything, though, you know? <sighs> you just be so used to, you know, doing stuff a certain way till, you know, people just don't change. Some do. Yeah. After she paid her bill, Chester showed up at her door the next day. That's him. That's Chester. How you doing? On what department? Can to turn your water back on? Did come out already? Yeah. I'm here to turn your water back on. Can you breathe? Yes, I need to check the meter in the basement. Oh. Okay. Chester checks the water meter to make sure she is billed correctly in the future. Meter seals intact. Meter's in the right direction. Sucks out all those rocks he put down the pipe and puts in the big long key. Hey, you hear that water? Hello, Detroit. You've won my soul. That is our show today. Please feel free to send us your thoughts, planetmoney at npr.org. Find us on Facebook and Twitter and all of those things. And there's a couple people that I wanted to mention, which is member stations WDET and Michigan Radio. They're is an incredible group of reporters at each of those places who are so generous, especially Jerome Vaughn, who toured me around Detroit. A couple other people, Tawana Petty, an activist in the city, Catrice Garner with the Water Department, and James Sirwicky, who wrote this story in The New Yorker called Dodger Mania about Greece three years ago, and it really helped me think about the social contract. Our show is produced by Fia Benin. I'm Zoe Chase. Thanks for listening. You want to do the welcome that we do for our show? For sure. Okay. So what I'm going to say? You say, hello and welcome to Plant Money. I'm Tamika Mims. Hello. Planet Money. Money. Only in the D, baby. <laughs> okay, so should I do that over? Yes. Okay. <laughs>